What's up, everybody? This is the Magic Treehouse. What's up, everybody? This is the Magic Treehouse, and I'm Merlin John. Today, we're here with the upcoming artist, Juice MC. So, Juice, why don't you tell us who is Juice MC? Finished your final essay? Yes, I just finished my essay. I found out in school. I'm going to school to. The end goal is to be a, a high school counselor. But right now, I'm going to school to get my certification. Oh, that's cute. I mean, not cute. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to be a counselor? Uh, I feel like my counselors at high school didn't really do the job that I thought they could have, especially pushing people to do jobs that they actually want to pursue as opposed to you know pushing people to go to major school even though they didn't know what they wanted to do um and i feel like there's a lot of direction that actually can help get people in that time there's a lot of good information that counselors don't generally spread there's a lot of stuff that i wish they would have told me and i feel like it's a good place to impact so so, you, so it's kind of like oh what you didn't get you're hoping to like give back to the kids who are growing up yeah that's Oh, that's cute. Okay. Um, But let's get started. So the first question I like to ask is, who is Juice MC? Um, I'm still coming up to figure it out. But most of all, I'm a creative. I love to create stuff. I like to create anything. Art, music, um, anything. Fish tanks. <laughs> Anything that I can't create, even that I put my footage to create, is a huge part of my personality as well as teaching. So I love to create and I love to see people about the stuff that I create. Huh? People I create their own thing. And so um, before we get into it a little bit more, um, where are you from? Are you from Southern California? Or are you? Yeah, I'm from Southern California. I was actually born in Watts. So the Los Angeles area, um, they moved away from it now, but that's where I got my roots from. That's where I lived in this city. So we still have seven dollars from the Yeah. So growing up, um, I mean, you were just talking about you want to become a counselor, and so what was it like for you, like going to school? Like, did you ever have like an interest in music, or was that just something you picked up when you were older? Um, I've always had an interest in my dad. He's still in music. He went to DJ, he was a fishing music, but you know, the typical school and the facility, anything outside of, you know, academia, they want to tell you that she had one percent chance of making it. All that stuff. So he was kind of discouraged from doing it, but he was still, you know, the family DJ for DJ and everything. So he was always listening to music. He always had the subwoofers in the back of the car. Always something going on, music related, and showing you around me. So I've been a little music my one side of life, but. I never thought of actually pursuing a career as a rapper until about high school. So after I graduated high school, actually. And I started um, producing the album because me and my friends wanted to talk an album before the summer ended. Cause, because, you know, I was on my bucket list to just grab the album just to do it. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that. And then I went to college and I was all by myself with that at the time. And I went there, I locked in and produced these scared. And, Somewhere along the way, I decided to see up over my own beach. And after that, I was just kind of like, you know, I think So, I mean, are you leaning more onto the rapper side? Like, you enjoy that more? Or do you enjoy making your own beats? 
Um, it started off with making my own beats, but now I am um, pushing my sport to that side. I haven't, I haven't sent out a beat or made beats for other people in like a year at this point. But I still make, a, I still make down my own beats. So most of my music is produced in the year and mixed by me. So it's kind of, it's still a balance. I still enjoy the process of making beats. I can go show them the same about it. So um, just out of curiosity, like, diving and creating your own beats like when you think of the song like how does that work for you um it allows me i like things a lot of samples so it allows me to the capture that's i used to say that i'm gonna be bad because i have to say the piece you've asked me for these realizes it allows me to capture exactly what i'm feeling especially because i love seeing samples so it'll be a song that's like really shit on my shit and i wish it to a lot and um i can take that emotion myself in that song and create it and see that emotional in the beat and I can write my lyrics to cater to the emotion that I felt when I initially listened to that song. So it allows my music to be even more introspective than even more introspective than um than it would be initially. No, I think that's really cool because um I was reading up and then it says that Matt Mavi, I'm probably gonna say his name wrong. Mavi is yeah, like uh, Mavi. There we go. Mavi yeah. <laughs> I knew I was going to say it wrong. <laughs> he, uh, he's one of the artists that you kind of looked up to when it comes to lyricism. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Yeah, he, 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 if I remember that right. Okay. From Mavi to Earl Sweatshirt, like, did you just kind of listen to their music, see how they go in depth, and then create your own sound? Or were you just taking it from life experiences? Um, a lot of my music came from my life experience. They, they, the style that they presented their beats in, and the, uh, I guess the... The wide range of vocabulary that they use to describe the way they're feeling and to tell stories is what I took most of my inspiration from. But my music is inspired by my own life and how I express my emotion because I don't like to talk a lot. So, you know, rapping about music or when I'm putting my energy into music allows me to talk about those feelings. But I get to talk about it in a creative way. And that's where the majority of the style. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Because um, same here. I, I don't rap <laughs> or anything, but like when I need to listen to a song that's like angry or upset, you kind of just play that song, right? And then you're like, oh my God, I feel so much better now. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say is like, I don't want to like put you in a point, like, specific place but what would you say is like your best area to create in i think i create best when i'm secluded um i like to say listening to music but because we're talking about making music i don't listen to music as i make music yeah unless i'm just for example but usually when i'm in most creative i'm secluded somewhere very focused in 
I have on headphones or I have a studio monitors playing the loud music that got me all hanging just locked down on nothing but the way that that music is making me feel. It's kind of the same way because I'm creating a beat and the way that the beat makes me feel is what my focus is on. And that's what I write my lyrics based on, based on, you know, whatever I'm experiencing through that day and how that beat makes me feel about it. Is most of my writing is kind of just like how am I feeling right now and stressed out. And then I'm like, okay, now how can I turn this into a melody? Now, so, when you turn it over to a melody, I'm guessing like you're just relieved or you're just happy because like it finally worked out or what do you go through then? <laughs> yeah, after I turn it into a melody, it becomes like, it's first, it's struggle. Like, I'm feeling this way. You know, I have to struggle to turn this into a melody. And then I find the melody and then everything just flows from then on out. So it'd be like, okay, I'm feeling tired of everything today. How can I turn that to a melody? Like, oh, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. Oh, this works. And then I figure that out. And then I'm full on that. And then I'm just locked in, locked in, locked in. I continue to write until something distracts me from the writing, like whether the beat stops or something, yeah. something tweaks to my mind, like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing homework right now or something. <laughs> and then I just take back into reality. It's like a, a different state when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. You know, I just take back into reality and then. You know, all that pressure is kind of gone. I'm just like, oh, you got a song. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just wanted to ask because, um, so that's your favorite place to create, like really just anywhere you can feel like secluded, kind of be in your own space. And then um, going back to like what you're going to school for to become a counselor, to hopefully like make an impact on like the upcoming generation. Do you feel like you can do that with your music also? The first question, depending on what I'm creating, is either nature or just in where I can be secluded. Sometimes it's my bed, sometimes it's my studio, sometimes it's like just driving down the street. It's just it's just the feeling of being connected to myself or being connected to nature that matters more than the location. And yes, through through spreading my music, I do believe that I can impact the younger generation because I know how the music that I listen to has impacted me and how it's helped me to realize that I'm not the only person that may or may not be going through something. It also, uh, I think that I'm growing with my music taste, or not necessarily music taste. Like I could listen to a song four or five years ago and I can listen to it again now. And the song will have a totally different meaning than it did four or five years ago. It was good. It have a totally different meaning now than it did four or five years ago, which is kind of how I grow and grow in understanding as my life changed. And I hope that my music has the same impact on other people, that they can listen to my music and learn something new every time they go on through something or be able to relate to me every time. So. Kind of like a different perspective in a way, right? They're just seeing it from your lens. Yeah. That's cool. And um, just talking about, like, throwing it back to, like, your favorite songs, like, what's one of your songs that kind of kick-started you into, like, music that really pushed you? Because I know you mentioned your family was in music, your dad was in music, but was there, like, a time where maybe your dad was playing a song or something like that, and you were just like, oh, it'd be cool if I, like, made this impact on people with my music? Um. I was just having this conversation with my brothers earlier today. I don't think, I think when I initially started listening to music, 
it was my dad who was always listening to music, NWA, Ice Cube, it was more on the Instagram side. My mom who was always listening on the R&D side, sometimes the gospel side. So, you know, the energy that my dad's music gave me was like, oh, I'm real upbeat. And my mom was like, that music is garbage. They're not talking about nothing. So I kind of, I was way back and forth to those for a long time. And it's kind of how I ended up where I'm at is somewhere in the middle of very conscious about what I'm at. Um, I try to make sure that it's all aligned with what I believe in. So it took me until I was 17 or 18 and wise enough to make my own decisions and develop my own opinions on the music that I was listening to, to really feel the impact of music that I had, that music had on me. So the first album that I waited to waited for the release for was KOD by J. Cole. And after I listened to KOD, I had to go back and listen to everything else in a different ear because... I listened to the whole album as a piece of art as opposed to just music that was playing. So even though KOD is nowhere near my favorite album, it was one of the albums that made me recognize the art and music that made me feel like I want to create a project or make, make me feel like I want to be able to convey emotions to people the same way that J. Cole did in that album. I think that's a great answer. And yeah, I, I wasn't asking for your favorite song but or your favorite album, but like like what you just said, like that album was kind of a milestone for you. Like, okay, yeah. this is th- this is the time where I'm gonna start and, you know, test out the waters, see if I could like put yeah. out some music, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and I don't even listen to that album anymore. I, I really didn't like that album that much, but the first yeah. time I listened to it, it was just the way the songs were aligned, the way the music worked, the way the thing that he was talking about, how everything happened back to that to that. It yeah. was just put together very well as a piece. It was just, so that's me. Wanted to do something similar. I was just curious because um, now that we have J. Cole in the picture of Mavi, Earl Sweatshirt, and these are more like a mellow style in hip hop. Um, yeah. Now, from those influences, that's just in music. Um, do you have people that are that influenced you outside of music, or was it like strictly like hip hop artists? Um. Outside of music, I kind of get inspiration from people on a daily basis. Is people watching people progress is really inspiring. It's really inspirational to me. So just seeing like even somebody that was, you know, they were struggling in school and now they're doing better in school, or they were struggling with depression and now they're happy. I think that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from. I'm also very inspired by art. Um, before I rapidly made music, I used to draw. I still draw and paint occasionally. But I'm really interested in both Kia's art. Uh, I really like, I really like uh, fish tanks. I really enjoy aquascaping and the way that people create ecosystems and the same thing in terrariums. Um, so I'm inspired by creation in general. Uh, I Another thing I really enjoy is watching people practice whatever they put their 10,000 hours into. So like to me, it's very fascinating to see somebody even the 10,000 hours into fixing cars. It's very fascinating to see somebody just get locked in and, you know, they do exactly what they're doing so perfectly down to exactly the way they want it. So I think it's just really inspirational to see people who work, work endlessly at their task and continue to push forward, I guess. Well, all, this, all these questions about, like, your mess, uh, your impact, what message are you trying to send to your audience? Um, really, that we, we, we're all figuring out. Everything, 
everything we do is freestyle. We all just out here trying to figure things out. Everybody's going through something. Everybody's having a hard time. Um, and that we all just got to find a way to treat, figure it out. Even if it ain't right the first time, there's going to be a way to figure it out. And that we need you to figure it out. And that's kind of where a lot of my message comes from. Talking about the different things that I disagree with and the different things that don't sit right with me, as well as exactly how I'm feeling about whatever's going on in that life chart. It's to relate to people, to bring people together, and then to try to find a solution. So I'm just going to ask one more question and then we can uh, slowly end this show. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> what, um, when you talk about community, and you think that's an important part, like being part of something. How do you see community still lasting as technology still like develops? Because now everyone's kind of getting everything with their fingertips, right? Um, you can you can make beats, you could write a song, you could whatever you want. But everyone's also becoming more secluded in a way, just more to themselves. So how would you, as an artist, um, not convince someone, but just say, like, this community that we are trying to build is important if we all support each other? How would you go about that? Um, we're in the process of doing that right now. It's really a matter of replacing the idea of money with community. So anytime somebody says, hey, I don't have enough money to do this, like, it's okay, we don't have money either, but we can come together. Maybe I'll provide this for you, you can provide this for me, because we can provide each other value without needing money. And when you can provide value to, if you guys are all chasing a single goal, and you guys are all providing value into that goal that you're pursuing, then you build the community. Um, really, it's just a matter of supporting people, doing everything you can to support people. It's enough room for all of us to succeed. So, yeah, as long as you're supporting and providing community, it's really just a matter of, continuing to work because the work that I put in is going to the same amount of work that you put in because every time I put in work I'm willing to support you so every time you put in work you can support me and we'll continue to elevate each other still sharpen still and it's just it's just a matter of you being down to do the work that works yeah. no <laughs> understanding the choices 100% what songs do you have coming up or are you releasing any new singles and so having this idea, I may or may not be releasing a single this month, but the goal is to release this tape that I've been working on for the summer song. Um, when I remember, I journal the way that I'm feeling in the morning or at any point in the day, really. I journal the way that I'm feeling and then I'll come home and I'll make it be. And whenever I get the opportunity, I'll write based on my journaling. And it's usually like one to maybe a minute and 30 seconds, maybe two minutes. Songs, it's like really short songs, but it's a, just a list of those songs. I think I have five or six of them right now and dying. And like I said, I just finished my final, so I'm going to get a couple more of them dying, mix them, master them, just all of them now. I'm hoping to get July or July. Oh, that's coming up. Do we get a release date or we just get, we can expect something in those months? It is something in those months. I will, I will release a song in July, but it's not related to the album. It's just because I haven't released a song in three months. And I'm usually sitting on music because I'm a perfectionist. So I need to put something out. <laughs> Otherwise, I never will. 
But yeah. there is no release date yet. Okay. I'll make it. <laughs> I was gonna say I'll put that down july or august look forward to that but we do get a single as well right yeah okay cool and uh what about performances performances i have a festival on july 1st with open mic lb and civil circus i think it's civil circus entertainment um it's actually the first festival that i'm doing so that's a long song for me but um congratulations Thank you. <laughs> You're but I mean, performing everywhere for the last month or two. So I'm sure more of them are going to come up. Um, I work in school, so uh, I'm off for the summer. Time. So I'll be out more, but, you know, I'm just a little bit away from getting back on the book and performances and whatnot. I'm trying to get away from everything music related, other than shows, of course. Everything music related for the last couple of weeks, just trying to get everything together for the summer time. Um, and yeah, so more will be coming, but right now the biggest one I'm doing is July 1st. Um, and then June 17th, there is a show with the land LA that I'm vending with our brand called Music Culture. That's different. I'll be there. So I possibly will be there too. So we might get a meet in person. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> oh, actually, we already did, but. We'll meet again. Yeah, again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's all we have for this episode. Um, um, but for the places where they can get updates, um, for your shows, your music, where can they follow you? At J U S E underscore M C on Instagram. That's the best place to contact me to reach out to me or J U S E of M C on at Gmail my email if you want to send these or anything like that but yeah instagram is the best place to contact me um i'm not big on social media so i don't want to give you other social media that i'm asking <laughs> makes sense okay and then yeah that's that's actually it um but thank you for you know having no time no problem thank you for having me hey anytime but that's all we have for this episode for more episodes check out spotify or apple Podcasts. And don't forget to follow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or even Facebook at Merlin Like the Wizard. On there, you'll find a link in the bio where you could join the Patreon and stay ahead, where you could do a live question and answers, be the first to find out about the podcast, and more. But thanks for listening. Till next time. Bye.